Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Change our hearts as we stay. 
Welcome, everyone. I guess I should go ahead and start now with the welcoming. So welcome, everyone, to Refuge from the Storm Church. We thank you today for being with us this second Saturday of the month, January 9th, 2021. We thank our regular and our returning listeners and our members and any new friends who are listening. We welcome you and we hope that we bless you and that you can participate in the glorification of our precious Savior. We are so happy that you were able to make the time today and place us on your calendar so that you can worship with us today. Refuge from the Storm Church is a church of hope, encouragement, and purpose. Um, does everyone hear me? I don't think. Yes. 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 Okay. Good. I didn't want to be talking to myself. Thank you so much. Um, and it, our church was founded by Pastor Reverend Dr. Millicent Black just for you and targeted individuals in the United States, Canada, and around the world. We are so happy to have you with us, and we pray that the worship service 
and everything contained therein will be a source of rejuvenation for your spirit as we come together to worship and to give thanks to God for all he has done for us. And please come again next Saturday. Happy Fun. birthday. Your happy place. Find your breaking point. Uh, please mute your lines if you can. Uh, appreciate that. Happy birthday to all those who have birthdays from today, January 9th, 2021, and into the next week when we meet again on January 16th on Saturday. Here are some of our church announcements. Uh, just wanted to mention to all of those who made it today that we have permanently changed our call-in. We have moved from TalkShoe to Zoom on this number that you've dialed, and we will be getting that information out on websites and other moderators who have us listed as TalkShoe because this decision was recently made and under very careful uh, prayer and decision by our church ministry team meeting people who were in attendance. Um, so that this is going to be our new home, this Zoom call-in, and it is audio only. Uh, so our early morning prayer is on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings at 7 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 4 a.m. Pacific Time. Please come and join us in starting the day with our Father in Prayer. The call-in number is on the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org. Our Wednesday evening chronological Bible study has moved up an hour uh, from its original time. It is now uh, going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. And please note that we decided to move this study up an hour so that we can go deeper in the Bible and have room for questions and answers and topics at the end of the study. Uh, this will be the second study night. So those of you who want to get a deeper understanding of when events happened in the Bible, you will be enriched in spirit to learn how it all came to be. We are using a study workbook titled The Chronological Bible Workbook by Linda J. Roberts. It is available on Amazon. And if you are unable to purchase the workbook, please contact us at admin at refugefromthestormchurch.org and someone will reach out to you. Everything that I'm announcing, by the way, is on the website at refugefromthestormchurch.org. The teachers for the Chronological Bible Study are Pastor Millicent Black, Minister Juanita Purdy, and Sister Cheryl Harvey Miller. And we are very pleased to learn from these three blessed women. This chronological study, study will last through the end of the year. So we will have learned and read the entire Bible in one year. This is very exciting. This class will be held on Zoom. If you want to know more, please send an email to admin at refugefromthestormchurch.org, or you can also log on our website, refugefromthestormchurch.org, and there is information there for you to review and contact us if you so desire.
we are also continuing with our next generation support study group ministry, which is for all the generations Bible study on Thursday evenings on Zoom. We just finished up Joel. And that class is on Thursday, January 14th, 2021 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. More information can be found on the Refuge from the Storm Church website and uh, has the call-in information. You can also send Pastor Millicent an email at mgrace321 at gmail.com if you want the Zoom link and call in information. She teaches that class. Our pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, is also hosting the third annual Candlelight of Justice prayer service on Wednesday, January 20th, 2021, remembering the lives of those targeted individuals who have passed away during the year of 2020 and praying for our nation and the world concerning this targeted program. The third annual Candlelight of Justice prayer service is on Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, January 20th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time and 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and did I say 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, on targeted justice with the moderator, Frank Allen. You can call 515-604-9715, access code is 708922. That's also on the website for refugefromthestormchurch.org. Today is the second Saturday, January 9th, immediately after the service. We will have our fellowship call, which is also on Zoom. If you do not have the Zoom link and password, please contact me at admin at refugefromthestormchurch.org, and I will send it to you. This fellowship call is led by Minister Pastor Juanita, uh, Minister Juanita Purdy. I hope you can make time to attend. It is a lot of fun, and we laugh, and sometimes we learn new things that Minister Juanita Purdy shares with us. I hope you can make time for that today. It is immediately after our church service today. We have it only once per month on the second Saturday. I look forward to seeing you there. You can log on to our church website at refugefromthestormchurch.org and you will see all the call in phone numbers, Zoom links, and passcodes. You can also email me at admin from the refugestormchurch.org. I have my website link open. So if you want to send me any questions, even in the current time, I can take a peek and answer you. If you would like any further information or have any requests, we are here to serve you. Our Reverend Dr. Millicent Black is the people's pastor and she is hands-on. And if you want to contact her, you can send her an email at mgrace321 at gmail.com. That concludes our announcements for this week. At this time, I would like to introduce our worship service serving team today in order of appearance, which consists of several new volunteers, including myself. We ask God to bless us and encourage us in our humble participation in glorifying our Savior and Lord going forward into the year 2021. We love you, Jehovah Shalom, our God of peace. Our talk show manager and moderator is our reliable brother, Bob Pierce. 
Brother Bob Pierce is responsible for all the talk shoe tech are well, yeah, talk shoe is still used. So all of our talk shoe technical operation and our uh, any Zoom links and things that we need to discuss with Bob. We thank you for your dedication and service, Brother Bob Pierce. The recorded prelude to worship is by Sister Helena Thompson, the music minister leader. This is the music that is played after 15 minutes prior to worship service. We are so appreciative of the music that she selects to soften our hearts and prepare us to glorify the great I am, the Alpha and the Omega. I am Sister Jack Dominitz and I serve on the welcoming team. Welcoming team. I also make announce announcements about the service today. Our invocation today is from Elder Carolyn Cunningham, our worship leader and opening ministry of music. Elder Carolyn will lead us in scripture and prayer. We thank you for your service, Elder Carolyn Cunningham. Our music minister is Sister Helena Thompson. Sister Helena uh, plays the music that is played throughout the service. She finds beautiful melodies and we are so grateful for her service. Our altar prayer is today is by Sister Sharon Taylor before the throne of grace. We ask God to bless Sister Sharon as she brings the mighty and powerful altar prayer today. Our invitation to giving is by Elder Carolyn Cunningham. We ask God to bless Elder Carolyn as she invites us to give to the Lord Kadash Israel, the Holy One of Israel. The preach word will be given by Minister Juanita Purdy. We pray for her as she continues and comes to edify us with the word and bring a powerful message today. We praise El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. Our invitation to discipleship response to the word will also be given by Minister Juanita Purdy. Remarks and benediction will be brought to us by our precious pastor, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. Prayer requests, which is after benediction and the recording is stopped, will be concluded by Pastor Reverend Millicent Black. This is the time that you, the listeners, the members and visitors can submit your prayer requests. And my special message for you today, I thank you for your attention this afternoon and or spe evening specific to your time zone. Please mute your lines and landlines to protect the integrity of the service. Now, as we ready our hearts and minds, let's go higher and higher and worship together as we invite the Holy Spirit who is always with us. We ask you now, Father Jehovah Mahakadesh, to bless each home and each listener and bless us all in our consumption of your word and in our giving and in our music prayers and participation. Holy Spirit, take charge and let your presence be known. We pray that everything we offer today to the Lord will be glorified. Please be blessed in your worship today. I would like to read this scripture in Romans 8, 18. Consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us this day where we can glorify your name and bring our best to you. We pray that you, Father Emmanuel, will show us the way, the truth, and the life in your holy name, Messiah, the anointed one. I ask you, Adonai, God Almighty, 
to bless Minister Purdy and all of those involved in bringing your blessed message today. We praise you, Father, in the highest. You are the, the great I am, I am, I am. In your name, I pray. Amen. I believe we have the Ministry of Music opening with Sister Elder Carolyn Cunningham. I believe we have the opening song, Jack, and then okay. Carolyn will come in. Okay. I am sorry. Thank you. The opening song. No problem at all. Okay, if you can please be patient, I'm having a little problem again. It's a quick fix. Here we go. Come on, everybody, say it all together. Welcome into this place, say it.
Elder Kellen, are you having difficulty? Bob, I believe Elder Kellen is muted. Can you unmute her? Okay, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, thank you. Okay, I'll start over. The scripture today is taken from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verses 4 through 11. John the baptizer was in the desert telling people about a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. All Judea and all the people of Jerusalem went to him. As they confessed their sins, he baptized them in the Jordan River. John was dressed in clothes made from camel's hair. He wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. 
he announced, the one who comes after me is more powerful than I. I am not worthy to bend down and untie his sandal straps. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan River. As Jesus came out of the water, he saw heaven split open and the spirit coming down to him as a dove. A voice from heaven said, you are my son whom I love. I am pleased with you. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, most holy one, sovereign one, we praise and worship you as the one and only true God. Thank you for giving us our faith, hope, and trust in you and the love in our hearts for you. Without you, we would not have the strength to face each day you give us, especially with our afflictions. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit who emboldens us to move forward however imperfectly we do it in our human flesh. It is you, Lord, who carries us each day to do your will. Now let us pray special prayers for our country, our political leaders, and the world from the Book of Common Prayer from the Episcopal Church. And because this has been a very difficult week. Uh, I have prayers, intercessory prayers for many needs. For the human family. Oh God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth. That in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For our enemies, O God, the Father of all, whose Son commanded us to love our enemies, Lead them and us from prejudice to truth. Deliver them and us from hatred, cruelty, and revenge. And in your good time, enable us all to stand reconciled before you through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Prayers for the church. Gracious Father, we pray for thy holy universal church. Fill it with all truth, in all truth, with all peace. Where it is corrupt, purify it. Where it is in error, direct it. Where in anything it is amiss, reform it. Where it is right, strengthen it. Where it is in want, provide for it. Where it is divided, reunite it. For the sake of Jesus Christ, thy thy Son, our Savior. Prayers for our country. Almighty God, who has given us this good land for our heritage, we humbly beseech 
thee, that we may always prove ourselves a people mindful of thy favor and glad to do thy will. Bless our land with honorable industry, sound learning, and pure manners. Save us from violence, discord, and confusion, from pride and arrogance, and from every evil way. Defend our liberties and fashion into one united people the multitudes brought hither out of many kindreds and tongues. Endue with the spirit of wisdom those to whom in thy name we entrust the authority of government, that there may be justice and peace at home, and that through obedience to thy law we may show forth thy praise among the nations of the earth. In the time of prosperity, fill our hearts with thankfulness, and in the day of trouble, suffer not our trust in thee to fail. All which we ask through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For the President of the United States, the outgoing and the incoming, and all in civil authority, O Lord, our Governor, whose glory is in all the world, we commend this nation to thy merciful care, that being guided by thy providence, we may dwell secure in thy peace. Grant to the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and to a governor of all states, and to all in authority, wisdom, and strength, to know and to do thy will and not theirs. Fill them with the love of truth and righteousness and make them ever mindful of their calling to serve this people in thy fear through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. For, con- for the Congress and all state legislatures, O oh God, the fountain of wisdom, whose will is good and gracious, and whose law is truth, we beseech thee so to guide and bless our senators and representatives in Congress assembled, that they may enact such laws as shall please you, Lord, to the glory of your name and the welfare of this people through Jesus Christ our Lord. For courts of justice, Almighty God, who sitteth in the throne judging right, we humbly beseech thee to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates in all this land and give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding that they may discern the truth and impartially administer the law in the fear of you alone through him who shall come to be our judge, your son, our savior, Jesus Christ. For sound government, O Lord, our our governor, bless the leaders of our land that we may be a people at peace among ourselves and a blessing to other nations of the earth. To the president and members of the cabinet, to governors, of states, mayors of cities, and to all in administrative authority, grant wisdom and grace in the exercise of their duties. To senators and representatives and those who make our laws in states, cities, and towns, give courage, wisdom, and foresight to provide for the needs of all our people and to fulfill our obligations in the community of nations. To the judges and officers of our courts, 
give understanding and integrity, that human rights may be safeguarded and justice served. For social justice, grant, O God, that your holy and life-giving spirit may so move every human heart, and especially the hearts of the people of this land, that barriers which divide us may crumble, suspicions disappear, and hatred cease, that our divisions being healed, we may live in justice and peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. O God, in these times of conflict, you have bound us together in a common life. Help us in the midst of our struggles for justice and truth to confront one another without hatred or bitterness and to work together with mutual forbearance and respect through Jesus Christ our Lord. For the poor and neglected, almighty and most merciful God, we remember before you all poor and neglected persons whom it would be easy for us to forget, the homeless and the destitute, the old and the sick, and all who have none to care for them. Help us to heal those who are broken in body or spirit and to turn their sorrow into joy. Grant this, Father, for the love of your Son, who for our sake became poor, Jesus Christ our Lord. For the oppressed, Lord, with look with pity, O Heavenly Father, upon the people in this land who live with injustice, terror, disease, and death as their constant companions. Have mercy upon us. Help us to eliminate our cruelty to these, our neighbors. Strengthen those who spend their lives establishing equal protection of the law and equal opportunities for all and grant that every one of us may enjoy a fair portion of the riches of this land through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father, for those who influence public opinion, Almighty God, you proclaim your truth in every age by many voices, direct in our time, we pray. Those who speak where many listen and write what many read that they may do their part in making the heart of these people wise, its mind sound, and its will righteous, to the honor of Jesus Christ our Lord. For families, Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who set us the solitary in families, we commend to thy continual care the homes in which thy people dwell. Put far from them, we beseech thee, every root of bitterness, the desire of vainglory, and the pride of life. Fill them with faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance, patience, godliness. Knit together in constant affection those who in holy wedlock have been made one flesh. Turn the hearts of the parents to the children and the hearts of the children to the parents. And so enkindle fervent charity among us all, that we may evermore be kindly affectioned one to another through Jesus Christ our Lord. For the care of children, Almighty God, Heavenly Father, you have blessed us with the joy and care of children. Give us calm, strength, and patience, wisdom as we bring them up, that we may teach them to love whatever is just and true and good following the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the aged, 
Look with mercy, O God, our Father, on all whose increasing years bring them weakness, distress, or isolation. Provide for them homes of dignity and peace. Give them understanding helpers and the willingness to accept help. And as their strength diminishes, increase their faith and assurance of your love. This we ask in the name of Jesus, our Lord. For those we love, Almighty God, we entrust all who are dear to us to thy never-failing care and love for this life and the life to come, knowing that thou art doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For those people who are in trouble or bereaving, O merciful Father, who has taught us in thy holy word that thou dost not willingly afflict or grieve the children of men, look with pity upon the sorrows of thy servant for whom our prayers are offered. Remember them, O Lord, in mercy. Nourish their souls with patience, comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Lift up your countenance upon them and give them peace through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For protection, assist us mercifully, O Lord, in these our supplications and prayers, and dispose the way of thy servants toward the attainment of everlasting salvation, that among all the changes and chances of this mortal life, that they may ever be defended by your gracious and ready help through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Let us pray in thanksgiving. Let us give thanks to God, our Father, for all his gifts so freely bestowed upon us. In the name of Jesus, we submit our request to you, dear Lord. Amen, 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 and amen. Now let us listen to a praise and worship song, which will be followed by the altar prayer. Today it will be offered by Sister Sharon Taylor. Can you hear me? Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yes. Helena, are you on mute? Not about us tonight. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll begin again. Praise the name, Jesus. 
So God, in the name of Jesus, we welcome your help. Father, we stand in agreement with the prayers that have gone before, that blessings are on every household, God, that everything, God, we put our hands to, we know we're not doing it by ourselves, oh God. We're not trying to impress you, but we need you, and we ask you to come in. We ask you to help us every single day. We ask you to guide us. We need you to guide us, oh God. So we come before you, oh God, acknowledging the need of you, the appreciation of you, that we don't have to walk through this all by ourselves, that you're willing to walk with us, oh God. Thank you for your plan, Father. Thank you that you have a plan for all of us. And God, thank you. I agree with the prayer that I heard earlier. You're raising us up better, and you're raising us up wiser, and you're raising us up, oh God, to be more mighty than we were before, not for our glory, but God, to accomplish your will. God, so that nothing will be done out of strife or vainglory or out of revenge. No, God, that you will get the glory. You will magnify yourself in us, oh God, so that when we do the things that you lead us to do and we're doing it in the power of your might, you will get the glory out of it, oh God. And men and women will know that you are true and you are real, oh God, and you are spirit and you dwell in us. So, Father, we thank you for this opportunity. Father, we pray for our children. We plead the blood of Jesus over every family, every household. We declare great is the peace of our children, oh God, for they are taught of you. So, Father, I thank you, everyone on this call, those that could not make the call, those that are on the prayer list. God, that there be a lifting of them, a comfort, oh God, supernaturally that only you can bring to us a satisfaction to know that we are in Christ Jesus and that we are calling you father because of him that we've been put in right standing regardless of what we've walked through you put us in right standing with yourself through your son so God I just praise you that that awareness will stay with us and then Lord thank you that the blessing is already on the word and father I thank you that you anoint this word that we're going to receive so that we can hear your voice, oh God, speaking through her, that she's empowered, oh God, with your spirit, oh God, so that what you say through her will receive it, oh God, to grow closer to you, oh God. And as we grow closer to you, you'll become even bigger on the inside of us. Father, we thank you for Pastor Black, and we thank you, oh God, that your hand is upon this ministry. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus and the perfection of all that concerns her. So, God, we praise you and bless you and give you all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Sharon. Now, to all worshipers on this call, this is your invitation to giving. Our church, Refuge from the Storm, provides refuge from targeting by attending to the spiritual needs of those of us who are targeted. We are similar to other organizations in the TI community in that we have financial needs to meet our goals. Please help us to continue ministering to all who are targeted. So for those worshipers who are able, we'd like you to consider making a financial contribution. You can do it in any way you'd like and in any amount. We welcome one-time donations as well as weekly, monthly, quarterly, or annual contributions. For your additional information, the CARES Act, which is the COVID stimulus bill, allows taxpayers who do not itemize to deduct $300 of donations to qualified nonprofits and churches 
for the 2020 tax year. It states that donors may not be aware of this, so we are informing you of it now. To make a contribution, you can go to our website, refugefromstormchurch.org, or you can contact Pastor Milson by email at mgrace321 at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Now, in preparation to hear the preached word, let us listen to a praise and worship song specifically selected for the word, which Minister Juanita Purdy will deliver today. Thank you. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. We want the spirit of the Lord to rain down, rain down, rain down. Rain down on us, God. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Father God, for your presence, your precious spirit, God, blood of Jesus, the cross. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we are so excited, as always, to just be a partaker of the corporate anointing that is uh, present when two or more are gathered in his name. He said that he is in the midst. So I just want to encourage us today, hallelujah, to know that there is a corporate anointing. And we, if we agree, touch and agree on these prayers and on these requests, God will do it. He said that he will do it so that he will be glorified. We are the witness. We, the, the world looks at us. So we're the witness of the presence of God operating in our life on this earth. So I just want to encourage us, uh, touch and agree when we're in prayer, when we are together in these corporate service, believe God for those that heal him. Believe God for the justice, believe him for the deliverance. It's not about just saying, okay, God, help me to endure. Yes, he does that. But he does far more and go far beyond what we can think and or imagine. So he want us, he want that power. He want his power working in us, through us, and for us. Hallelujah. So I gotta stop before I get into my message the rest of the things that I'm supposed to do prior to the message. So I bless the Lord for being here. I thank him far, but I just above all things, I am so grateful to God for being so gracious, so merciful, um, just allowing me to just be a mouthpiece for him. I just thank him. I thank him. I thank him. 
And I pray as I'm thanking him and say, Lord, I just want to do it right. So I decrease so the spirit of the Lord can increase in me and I can just use the mouthpiece that he wants to for him. So I thank him for that opportunity. I thank Pastor Millicent for this opportunity, for allowing God to uh, 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 just use who the people in the ministry. I mean, she is a true, true pastor where, you know, she's just, you know, come on, we got to get busy. She'll put you to work, okay? <laughs> you know, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be working for the kingdom. And so um, I thank God that uh, she just has a pastor heart. And just like uh, Sister Jack says, she is so hands-on. Um, mm, I tell you, that's just a wonderful thing. She is truly a hands-on pastor. I, she just, I, I just, I cannot. I, you just I, what I can say is you can't touch it. You can't touch that. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to me um, how she's just open and just will just take just her heart is just massive. So we just bless the Lord for her, and we bless each of you for taking the time. To come and unite with us in prayer, unite with us in our service and our praise to God. I tell you, that's a delight, and I just thank God for it. Um, Jack's uh, sister, Jack's recognized everybody um, as you know she was given the introductions, and I know Pastor Millicent will thank each and every one of them. Um, them but I thank each and every one of you all for being here because yeah there's a there is a lot that we could be doing but we're here and that says a lot so we bless the Lord so um I am going to be uh talking to you it's gonna be really kind of a series I say kind of a series because it's gonna be a topic on the Holy Spirit. And so we're gonna be talking about the Holy Spirit because um, one of the things that we want to be able to do is um, operate in the fullness of Christ. And uh, when Christ left, somebody needs to mute. When Christ uh, went back to sit at the right hand of the Father, he sent the Holy Spirit to us. Now, for as powerful as God is, as powerful as Jesus is, the Holy Spirit is just as powerful as he is operating in us. And so we want to start recognizing the power that is in operation in us, in us. Someone said, um, I, I, I um, it was in a training and the, the minister said, um, you know, he used, this, he used this quote and he said, and all you're getting, get understanding. And, um, 
And then he broke understanding down. And, <laughs> you know, um, and so one of the things he said is understanding is knowledge that you can um, put under you or undergird yourself with so that you can stand on it. So come what may, if you have the understanding of it, it will undergird you so that you'll be able to stand on what it is that you're believing God for. The promises that he said is in his word. So, you know, I'm like, wow, that's, that's deep. I like that. Um, so we want to get an understanding of the power that is at work in us. And so we're going to talk about that. We're going to be talking about that for the next uh, few um, uh, services that we have together. So first of all, I'm going to, you know, start with the scripture that I'm going to be coming from, and then I'll give you the title, and then we're going to pray and then start into the, the work, the message. So we're coming from Matthew's, the third chapter, and um, we will read from the 11th through the 12th verse. And it says, I baptize you with water for repentance. Now, you know, we've gone through the repentance, you know, so we are you know, we, we're, we've been redeemed. We have been redeemed. And there are so many benefits and blessings of being in that place of redemption. So John, we got the word of baptism, water baptism. And that water baptism is to re for repentance, changing our life around, setting aside, for the glory, setting us aside for the glory of God. But he goes on to say, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I. Now, if John is recognizing that repentance, the word of baptism for repentance is powerful, able to change people's life, then imagine the power of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. So he is saying more powerful than I. He recognized the power and the authority that he had in bringing people to repentance and changing their lives. But then he says, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So the title of this message, and it's gonna, we're gonna do some encompassing and touching, touching on some things, but we're gonna spend about three more um like I say, messages, getting some clarity in uh, who we are and the power of the Holy Spirit that works in us. So 
we're going to learn about the four, four powers. Now, the four powers of the Holy Spirit. We're not talking about the fruit of the Holy Spirit, nor are we talking about the gifts. We're going to talk about those two in this time of learning about the Holy Spirit. But we need to know that there are additional, additional powers that is operating in the Holy Spirit or through the Holy Spirit that is operating in you by the Holy Spirit. So how do we get to this point? So the, what John is uh, John the Baptist is telling them is a preview of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that is to that was to come, but it is to come now. So in in the scripture, it was to come. Now it is here. Or for those who don't know Christ and you know uh, repent, it is to come because the indwelling of the Holy Spirit comes through repentance and acknowledging Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. So it's the indwelling of the Spirit that comes when we accept Christ. Jesus said in John the 14th chapter, the 15th through the eighth verse, he said, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor know him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be with you, be in you. He said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Now, as I said, when he said that um, he's going to leave this, uh, the, he's going to give you an advocate to be with you because he is going to uh, the Father. We are already told about the nine gifts in 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter. And I'm not going to elaborate on these right now but I'm just going to mention them so that we don't just, we, we don't get any of that confused. But 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter elaborates on the nine gifts or the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And these gifts are integrated within the workings of the body of Christ, which is the church, which is us, okay? So these gifts are at work in us as we come together as a body of Christ. It says wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miraculous powers, prophecy, discernment, speaking in tongues, and interpretation of tongues. 
those those are nine gifts or manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Now, integrated within the church body. We also have the fruit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit that works within us. In Galatians, the fifth chapter tells us about the fruit, which is love, joy, peace, forbearance or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. All right. So understand that these are internal dimensions that help us live a godly life, okay? So you think about all the things that are named, oh, how much, how much, ooh, we need joy and we need the peace and the goodness. All of that is uh, contained within the presence of the Holy Spirit within us to empower us to live a godly life. I can tell you that, um, and, and I, I, I often say this quite a bit, and you know, I'm the first one to just you know admit that most of the times we live from the outside in, okay? So, you know, we're absorbing the world around us and everything that's happening around us. And then we try to process it within ourselves. But that's actually the opposite of what we should be doing. And it takes the transformation through the Holy Spirit to get us to that place where we can live from the inside where the Holy Spirit is that have these fruits that can empower us to be able to deal with this crazy mixed up world that we have to deal with. So we want to be able to live from the inside out so that we can draw from the power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was teaching the disciples and um, he was telling them, you know, that uh, he was going to, uh, he was promising them the Holy Spirit. So if you read Luke the 11th chapter, I'm going to read it actually, but go back and read Luke the 11th chapter. I'm going to focus on the 13th verse and it says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now, we, he's already told us that the Holy Spirit was going to come, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit was going to come through our faith in, in Christ. That is part of our um I guess, a uh, signature, the signature that God is in us, okay? But when we start talking about these, the scriptures in Luke 11, he Jesus is talking about, he said, 
if you're evil and you know how to give good gift to your children, how much more the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Well, what do you mean those who ask him? You just said that the Holy Spirit was gonna, you know, be given to us when, because we, Jesus was gonna go back to the Father and he was gonna leave he was going to leave us an advocate to be with us and in us. So what is these gifts that are in the Holy Spirit? It lies beyond just the indwelling, just the fruit that we feast on, just the manifestation that um we ha have an operation when we come together as a church body. He is talking about power. Second Timothy 1 and 7, Paul tells us that the spirit of God gives us, the spirit of God that is given to us does not make us timid, but it gives us power, it gives us love, and it gives us sound mind. Some scriptures say self-discipline. Power. This is where we're, what we're going to focus on, these four powers that we have with the Holy Spirit being present in us, that we have to tap into. Okay, these are the things that Jesus said, if you ask, ask him, okay? So we gotta learn to ask for these things and I'm going to explain them in a minute. But power, power is going to have an outward manifestation. Anybody who is operating in power in this natural realm, we're talking natural realm, you know. It, there is always going to be an outward manifestation. There is always going to be an effect because of the power. Power is power because it can change things. That's what make it powerful because it has effects on things. So, if he says that it gives us power, then there should be outward manifestations that's gonna change things. So what are those powers? First of all, we gotta realize that there are many levels and dimensions of power and authority both in the heavenly, if, if there's levels of power and authority in the earthly realm, it should be obvious that there are levels of power and authority in the heavenly realm as well. Both when we're talking about um, heaven, the third heaven, but also when we're talking about the, the, the um, there are levels of power and authority. So understand there's levels of power and authority that is that can also or will be and does operate in you. 
hear me, if you have the Holy Spirit, there are dimensions of power and authority. And we want to be empowered to operate in all of those dimensions. These four anointing powers are the power of wind. And we're gonna talk about that. The power of water, the power of fire, and the power of oil, okay? The power of wind, the power of uh, water, the power of fire, and the power of oil. Oftentimes, we got to understand, and as Jesus was talking, you go back and read Luke 11, Jesus was telling them it was on the backdrop of teaching them about prayer. So one of the first things that we have to understand, and even when Jesus told them these things only come out when they could not cast that demon out of that child, he said, these things only come about through fasting and prayer. So there are certain things that is going to take another level of our dedication to get us there. Prayer is one of those persistent um, uh, um, acts that will take you deeper into the realm of heavenly authority. Fasting is another one of those persistent acts that will take you deeper into the realm of heavenly authority. So he is telling us that it's a good gift. It's not just there, but, but there are things that can transform and transpire only through the presence of the Holy Spirit. So we don't want to underutilize this powerful presence that God has given us through the Holy Spirit. So we got the nine fruits and the attributes that are contained within his presence, the manifestations. We talked about the wisdom, the knowledge, um, the discernment. Well, we're going to focus on those anointing powers of fire, water, oil, and wind. No, they are not just symbols. That's how we used to read them. You know, uh, it, it, some of us still, as we acquire more and more knowledge, we get beyond that fire, water, oil, and wind are not just symbols. They're actual powers that cause things to happen, cause change, they're agents of change in your life and in this earthly realm. So think about natural fire. Fire is, natural fire is not a symbol. Ask California, Oregon, Washington, they're really dealing with the effects of that fire. 
lives have been changed. <laughs> I mean, unbelievable because of the effects. Now imagine that spiritual fire that we have through the Holy Spirit. If natural fire can do that, how much more does the spiritual fire in the Holy Ghost can uh, initiate change in our life, initiate change in our circumstances? Let's talk about water. Think about the natural water. When I, I lived in Florida, so I know the effects of the wind. Oil. I mean, your body can, uh, your body depends on the, the various things, nutrients that comes out of oil. That's not just internal, but external. Think of the oil that we depend on to, to move our cars, to light our houses, and you know, all the, the the things that we use oil for. These are elements, and they are so as powerful as they are on this earth, they are just as powerful in the spirit. So we're gonna talk about when first. First, when, which is the Greek for ruach, is the breath of life from God. This same wind is the same wind that, that is given to us when we are first born. So this is literally the breath of life. You think about the, the child. Now all of them come out crying, but in order for, of course, they will kind of tap them just to, you know, clear that air passage and um, so that they can take their first, first breath. But that same word is used to, to signal the breath of life. So first we have that natural birth and then again, the wind comes during the spiritual birth. Now, there are several scriptures that talks about wind. First of all, we know the one in Acts where um, and, and at Pentecost, it was the new birth of the church. It says that they were gathered together and of course, there came this rushing wind that filled the entire room. We know that that was the birthing of the church. So not only do we talk about uh, that, but I'm going to read. I guess I'm going to try to pull it up real quick. Um, Psalms 51. Well, I, I, I give me a minute. I'm going to pull that up. I'm sorry. I should have had it up already. But um, this is that was the New Testament. I always because, you know, the, the New and the Old Testament always complement each other. And of course, we really don't didn't realize that King David was a prophet. He was a king, but he was also a prophet. 
but um, Psalms 51, 12, it says, restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Contained within the power of the Holy Ghost is that when power to revive, to quicken, to resuscitate, and to resurrect. That wind power of the Holy Spirit is God's life force. When you operate in that life force power, you are able to speak life into others, other people's lives. You are able to speak life into dead situations. So how does that work as a targeted individual? You have, many of us have experienced things or may experience things that the, 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 that targeting the system, the manipulation tries to literally kill in our life. The devil is a liar. We have the authority, the wind of God, the breath of God, to speak life back into situations that die prematurely that shouldn't have died. Or even situations that, you know what? <laughs> yeah, they die, but you know, that's not, that's not my desire. My desire is that I should be able to live in peace with my family. The devil is a liar. If he thinks that he's gonna take the joy of, of my family away from me, the devil is a liar and a defeated foe. So what do I do? I use the authority that has been given to me through the Holy Spirit to speak life. It is that same life force that God told Ezekiel in um, Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, to speak to those dry bones. The same life force. And it says that when a Russian wind came in and it started to shake and rattle those bones and those bones started to come together. Imagine if we started using the wind, that life force that is contained in the presence of the Holy Ghost to stop some of this stuff that the enemy is causing, could stop some of the death that the enemy is causing in our life, how much more victory will we be shouting about, we will be uh, proclaiming over the enemy? If, he, if the Bible has said, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, that means that I got authority to trample on this stuff that the enemy is trying to throw at me. He wants me to move into that place of authority in him because the Holy Spirit is quite capable of doing what needs to be done. So if we think about the life force that we're able to speak into others' life, situations, speak into others' life. And the focus in there, Tonight, we're gonna do affirmations. So I want us, if we can, to be on that line <laughs> that, that um, 
fellowship line so we can start getting those affirmations in us so that we can use the breath of life through the wind of the Holy Spirit to speak life, to speak change, to impact change in our situations and the situations of others. It's the life force and it operates through the Holy Spirit. And we are able to do that if we start speaking it. If we start, that's what he told Ezekiel. He told Ezekiel to speak that and that, that life force, that wind started to revive those bones. And it says that, that those bones became uh, an army that you that had to be reckoned with. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that kind of turnaround in your situation. Give God praise for it. Thank him for it. Believe him for it. Hallelujah. Because it is available to us, believers of Christ, through the Holy Spirit. Now, you were talking about the resurrection power. Raise Jesus, that same Holy Spirit, raise Jesus. But it don't always have to be that forceful. It can be a gentle breeze. It can be a refreshing. Sometimes it, we don't need a forceful wind. Sometimes we just need a refreshing, Lord. It's the same power, whether you need it to be forceful or whether you need it to be refreshing. It's there for the asking. Holy Spirit, refresh me, refresh us. Refresh us with the, 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 the joy, the peace, the, the calmness, the coolness. Hallelujah. So. I want to encourage you that part of speaking the wind of God to life, to health, to wherever, bones, dry bones, wherever you're dealing with death situations, wherever you're dealing with situations of, of, of that need to be resurrected or resuscitated. Is there. Wherever you're dealing with a situation that needs strength and renewal, is there under the power of the Holy Spirit. That resurrection power abides in the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Hallelujah. We talked about that great army of the Ezekiel. I just encourage you to go back and read Ezekiel, the 37th chapter, the 9th through the 14th verse. So even as he prophesied in the, the, the power of the, 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 he said the winds, but we know it was the breath of God that did that. The change was impacted in the natural. So we're talking about spiritual aspects first. 
that's going to impact your natural world, that's gonna impact your natural situation. Then of course, we want to look at water. Jesus said that if we believe in him, we will have streams of living water flowing from us. And you can find that in um, John, uh, the 17th chapter, the 38th verse. So we know that water is used for refreshing, it's used for filling, it's used for cleansing, it's used for restoration. God has a solution for dryness, for barrenness. He said, Jesus literally said, drink from his well. The Holy Spirit pours into us the living water from heaven. The Holy Spirit pours into us the living water from heaven. See, the Holy Spirit is that connection that spiritual connection between us in this natural world and God in, that, in the spiritual world. The Holy Spirit is that connection. So the Holy Spirit is going to pour in to us the living water which is contained in the presence of Jesus. What helps to um, increase that praise, our praise, it helps to increase it. It's just like you think about, uh, you know, I hate to use all these drastic examples, but um, you think about floods, okay? When it rained down, you know, that the, the, the water in certain areas just start to overflow. And as it overflow, it takes over everything, okay? So as we ask for that outpouring and we enter into that place of praise, we become filled with that water from heaven. We get that refreshing from that water from heaven. Not only will you get a refreshing, but it says that you will also become a river of living water. So you think about what a river is. Rivers are external channels that, that water the land around it. Rivers are external channels that waters the land around it, but rivers also flow into larger bodies of water. So you think about what that means is that as we are that external channel, we're flowing just the flow that is coming from um, heaven allows us to be able to pour in to others or also, um, you know, as a, a corporate body or individually. 
we're able to pour out of ourselves into others. We're able to pour out that joy. See, I, I want to I caution us here because, you know, just because you're communicating with someone doesn't mean you're being empowered by them. Okay, because, you know, sometimes you can have conversations with people and you feel worse after you don't talk to them. Like, my goodness, <laughs> you know, you don't want that. You want someone who's going to, you know, get you excited about the life that God has for you. We should not be uh, uh, um, in a state where we're struggling to find meaning in our life. The devil is a liar. God has given us purpose. He has a plan. And, and so God, regardless of you know, what we may be encountering, God is bigger than those situations. And that's what I want to hear. That's what I want someone to pour into me to let me know God is bigger than the situation that my eyes may be seeing. Help me to see this thing in the spirit. Help me to know that God's plan for me is at work in all of this. Because he is able. He is able. If I'm dependent on my strength, oh my goodness. Sometimes it's hard for me to get up out of bed in the morning. So why would I depend on my strength? Not a good idea. But depending on his strength, I can do all things through Christ. Hallelujah. And so, of course, I'm able to flow in that joy. I'm able to flow in that peace. I'm able to flow in the love and able to pour it in to others. I'm able to operate in that overflow because I am connected to that larger body of water through the Holy Spirit. And all I got to do is Holy Spirit rain down on me. Give me, pour into me, hallelujah, more of that strength, more of that peace, more of that joy, that overflow. I need it right now, hallelujah. The power of the water, even as John was talking about it, he said that, um, yeah, I'm baptizing you with water for repentance. And there's somebody that's more powerful than me. And I'm pretty powerful with this water thing going on. So you think about, you know, the power of the water to cleanse, the power of the water to revive, the power of the water to um, uh, uh, take those dry conditions and add nurturing to it, hallelujah, to help it become strong again. I mean, 
in the Middle East, where water is scarce and precious, there's a water is much needed for survival. And at only a few months of the year does the rain fall in Israel. And the rest of the time, ancient people survive on stagnant water that was stored in cisterns in the ground. So when rain does fall after many months, it seems to be a miraculous gift from God. The difference with or without rain in Israel is amazing. The hills can be barren and brown much of the year, but after a season of rain, these meadows become covered with green vegetation, lush vegetation, and flowers. Whereas if you just look a little bit yards away, you'll see a barrenness. So what they have named this is, you know, they, when you, when they talk about the area, they talk about the living water, which refers to rain or water that is flowing from a natural spring, which has come directly from God, not carried by human hands or stored in cisterns. They also contrast this with seawater, especially the water of the Dead Sea. So that living water is that water that, you know, the Dead Sea, of course, was actually, is actually poisonous in a sense. And it actually, because of the salt content, make the land around it very barren. But when they talked about this living water, they referred to this water that came down and all of a sudden it would flood these areas and cause these areas to become uh, luscious. The vegetation would become um, just thick and green. And it was like this miracle working thing overnight. Now, I've seen that actually happen um, with my own grass, it's like all of a sudden it, we get this this rain, and then the next day it's like, oh, I got grass. <laughs> the grass is like growing, is green, and now I got to mow my yard because you know all of a sudden we've gotten this rain, and and things just just grew overnight, just grew overnight. That is that same living water that can change our situations overnight, can change some conditions. You got a condition where, you know, uh, you, you gotta find a job or you, you gotta, there are situations that you need the, the God to come in and flood it. Oh God, flood my, flood my, my bank account. I need some overflow here, hallelujah. There is nothing that is off limit to the power of God. He wants us to tap into the power and the authority that we have in him. It comes with the relationship with him. And we have this relationship with him. When we um, 
I, I want to get into fire and I want to get into oil, but we're going to have to get into that the next time around. I just want us to really start tapping into the wellspring of, of power, those anointing powers in the Holy Ghost. We, we have the, we can get the, we do the joy, we do the love, we work on those fruit. Um, as the church come together more and more, you'll see more manifestations. But these authorities, these anointings are operating in you through the Holy Spirit. And we have to tap into it. And so I want to encourage you as we go through um, this, this series of studies, you know, ask God for that, that really open the spiritual eyes for that revelation so that we can start operating in the fullness of the anointing that he has in us. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Juanita, for your inspiring sermon. Thank you. Let us listen to a praise and worship song celebrating her message. And Minister Juanita will return after that to offer the invitation to discipleship.
grace upon grace, beauty for action, you come to us, we come alive. Amen, amen, amen. Send your spirit, God. He will, he will absolutely send his spirit. But he wants us to first get in right relationship with him. And in order to get in right relationship with him, we need to confess 
that we're sinners and we need his salvation. We need his forgiveness. Jesus loves us. He loves us and he's died for us. So imagine Jesus, if he would lay down his life, I mean, that's the deepest love that you can get. So he want to help us in our situations. He's already got a plan for us, but he needs us to come to him. He needs us to confess. He needs us to admit that we can't save ourselves, be willing to turn from our own sinful ways and believe that Jesus died for us. He rose again. We confess, we believe, and then we confess those things and we invite him into our heart to be our Lord and Savior. If you haven't already, pray this prayer with me. Dear God, I know I can't save myself from sin. I know that I'm not where I want to be. And I want your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus. Be my Lord and Savior. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you want to um, become, uh, um, if you just confess and you are new in Christ, we just, we applaud you for one. Um, and we invite you to unite with Refuge from Storm Church and encourage you to um, visit refugefromthestormchurch.org um, to become a member. We encourage you to um, contact us so that we can help you and encourage you in this walk. Um, give you suggestions on ways to uh, you know, become stronger and know God more. And let us help you start with your Bible reading plan. We're here for you. We encourage you to reach out. We want to be there to help you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Juanita, for that special invitation. Now, let us listen to our closing praise and worship song, which will be followed by final remarks and a benediction to be offered by our pastor, Reverend Millicent Black. Good morning. Good morning. How many of you know that Jesus promised that he would never leave you or forsake you? Never to leave you alone. That's one of the most famous promises that I love. And we're going to sing a little this morning saying, Oh, how wonderful he is. Jesus promised. Jesus promised he'll take care of me. Oh, 
message, a wonderful challenge to trust God and, and believe that he is and does what he says 
he will do. Thank you so much, Ms. Juanita, for the wonderful message and for sharing with us and bringing us that challenge that we have to trust God, believe him. We have to trust him and believe. I want to thank everyone who participated in the service today. I appreciate each of you for your service given to the Lord God Almighty. I want to remind you all that some, sometimes people say uh, things about refuge from the storm, church being my church. No, the church belongs to the living God. So we all are servants of God himself. Thank you for your time and attendance. We do pray that you will join us at all of our services that take place throughout the week, starting at Wednesday morning for early morning prayer and Wednesday night for our Bible study, which has gotten off to a terrific start. Um, we're changing the format just a little bit, but it's so that you will get more from the word of God as we study the word. And I'm telling you, this is just the best time in the world that we could start a full Bible study and starting at the beginning because we'll be able to see so much of the groundwork of what the, what has caused the war that we are living in. Not the one between man and man, but the one between God and Satan, the one that we're in the middle of. We need to be able to get a good understanding of why we are fighting against flesh, not fighting against flesh and blood, but against ours and principalities and the rulers of the darkness of this age and spiritual wickedness in high places. So God has promised that if we would seek, we would find and we're going to be seeking understanding and wisdom and knowledge from the word of God every Wednesday night starting this week at 7 p.m. Eastern time or next week, I guess, next, this next Wednesday so that we can have more time to cover the lesson. They're, they're good, they're deep, and we are not babes. We are on the move to be enriched and nourished so that we can grow into those vessels that God is calling us to be in this day and in this age. On next Thursday night, we'll continue with our Next Generation Support Group. Uh, and then next Saturday, we'll be back here for our um, Saturday evening service. I'm gonna just try and rush on through without having a lot of other comments because it is after seven and, and we try to start the fellowship night at 7 p.m. So I'm gonna rush on through and, and thank you and thank God for you and for your time here this evening. Now, after the call is finished and the recording has stopped, we will be around for prayer. If anyone desires prayer this evening, we'll be here to pray with you. And the benediction now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and ever. Amen.
So as the recording is now stopped. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.